Happy Man, yeah. Sweep the leg. Um, hello? Man! With Dan and Fino, who's gracious enough to be sitting in for Ryan. It's Walk the Line, and Fino loves it when I say peace. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Walk the Line, episode 11. I am Dan Cryer, and with me for the first time is a very good friend of mine sitting in for Ryan Smith, who is indisposed, and we will explain that in one second. <laughs> but everybody, let's give it up for Anthony Serafino. Give it up for Fino. Yeah, yeah Fino. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. It's uh, great to be here and welcome on episode 11. I cannot believe it. Uh, you know, a little, you know, kind of tabloid about Dan and I. We did a summer series hosting Spartan Sports Rap, so we're not exactly, um, you know, enemies per se. We're not exactly unaccustomed to each other. We're very accustomed. Um, and it's good to be here. Uh, I wish Ryan could be here, but uh, it's good to fill in and it is bittersweet. So yeah. I, I do love it when you say peace. Yeah, and and here's the thing. Not only are we not enemies, we are total bros. We're so bros. Give, yeah, boom. I'll give you that. That's yep. And the thing is, so just to introduce the show, this is number 11, which is lucky. You know, we yeah. did this is, episode seven wasn't that lucky, but 11 we're here and and we're going to talk about, new, you know, new set of CDs. You know, Dan only buys hey, CDs, 10, 10 packs, baby. I'm going back to 2003 and buying some CDRs to record this baby. Unbelievable. Yep. So, Fino, listen to this. Mm. We got we got this week. We're going to talk about NCAA week 11 and NFL week 12. We got some good games to get yeah, through. Yep. And we're, what we're going to do then, Fino, we're going to start off and. Fino wasn't with us last week, but we're going to start off with a recap of the picks that Ryan Smith and I made. And Fino, why don't you tell everybody, I'm not going to say poor Ryan Smith, but Ryan is a hard-working man. He's literally the hardest-working man on campus. Well, it's so funny that, you know, Danny Cryer mentions that because I was actually at the field hockey game, which was this past, you know, it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a first-round game of the NCAAs. You know, our Michigan State Spartans played Miami, Ohio, a team that, you know, they lost to. Mm -hmm. Ryan was there. And, you know, Michigan State won. They won 3 nothing. So it was a good game. They won. The girls advanced to play Syracuse. They fly to New York. Thankfully, Ryan doesn't have to fly yeah, to New but York. Yeah, but instead, they, they need Ryan for women's basketball. Because he signed up. Right. And Ryan and I know each other because we both work for Athletic Communications. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to toot my own horn because I get to work the press conferences in the press box. I, I love it. And it really it really segues into Impact Sports so much, you know, because I really feel like we're a family here, Anthony. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and, and so, you know, shout, shout out to Ryan. Uh, he, he's providing me with some picks and everything and and he really wishes he could be here so but but you know it all thanks to fino here for sitting in and you know we're gonna have a we're gonna have a fun time tonight so yeah, fun fun time it's good to sit in on a thursdays I'm not usually really at the studio on uh on a thursday mm-hmm. uh, i'm always recording I, yep. i'm host of the pact I'm he's Monday. a busy guy you guys I'm he's a busy. busy i'm a busy guy uh-huh. busy guy who knew spanish people were that quick well, <laughs> <laughs> well listen okay here's the here's the beauty of it's it's funny because ryan should be here to gloat and gloat mad because I'm going to just run down the picks. nice pick. Man, and I mean, for once, I got to say, for once, I mean, Ryan nailed everything, but for once, Cryer, I got... I got you had I, a great week, and yeah. NFL, not so much, it looks like, when I was looking at the recap. Yeah, but, but I'll take it, man. Three, you will, we'll you, get into that. You will take, yeah, we'll get into that. So what I'm going to do, Anthony, I'm going to I'm gonna go through the picks, and I'm just going to ask for your quick reaction on the games. Yeah. So Alabama played LSU. It was a big game in the SEC. Alabama was favored by 12 and a half with the over under 55. The final score was 38-17. Ryan and I both liked Alabama to cover. I said 27-12. He said 27-13, so we were both right, but mm. the game ended up going 
over. But uh, boy, Alabama looks really unbeatable, don't they? Anthony? They just look real tied at this point. Oof, a big yeah. effort, you know. You know, twelve and a half was that line, and it's kind of an aggressive one when you look at it because you know we talked about last year's game of the century, that LSU Bama game. Yes, it was at LSU, so Bama's got to go on the road. This game, it was at Bama, and it kind of looked unfair at times, Dan. So yeah. when I look at it, I go twelve and a half is a steep line. I thought maybe LSU would cover, uh-huh. but ultimately I did pick Alabama to win the game. Cool, and, and like you guys, yeah, both check check. I mean, Alabama looks like an NFL team. I always they look too good. Okay, the second game we talked about last week was a big one for people in with the. Michigan State, you know, we are here at Impact 89 FM at Michigan State University, so the big rivalry is between, obviously, us and the Michigan Wolverines. Michigan State disposed of them quite handily, 29-6. So Michigan was at home as seven-point favorites against Nebraska Cornhuskers. I sagely predicted Nebraska w- would win by four, so th- I had them covering and winning. I said 34-30. The over-under was 57.5. Ryan also had a four-point spread, but he said Michigan was going to. So he had Nebraska covering, but he had Michigan winning by four. So we both picked it over. But, uh, Anthony, were you surprised at the defense of that game? I mean, uh, I was actually surprised, and we were talking about it off-air, about how well Nebraska's linebackers played laterally, camping up with Devin Gardner. Yeah. And it speaks that, you know what, Michigan's got a lot of problems. Everyone's like, oh, maybe Michigan State's defense is too stout. No, 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 no. I think it's offensive really? line of Michigan. Yeah, the defense is very stout for Michigan State, but I think, yes, credit where credit is due to the Spartans, but I think Michigan is as bad or worse than people thought. Wow. Okay, and what what's great about that is we're going to talk, and we're I'm not going to spoil the surprise yet, but Michigan's going into Northwestern, and there's a little surprising line in that game mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about. We'll so talk about that. we'll get that in a second. Another game that Ryan and I were both quite correct about was Wisconsin minus seven and a half in a non-conference matchup against Brigham Young. It was in Madison, Wisconsin. The over/under was fifty-five and a half. I liked it under. I liked Wisconsin thirty-one twenty. Ryan had thirty-five twenty-four. So nevertheless, both of you guys got a check check. Too, yeah, hey, we're looking good on that. See, and it went up to nine and a half on game day, and I was holding my breath because the final score was twenty-seven seventeen. I was like, please don't score BYU. And the people on TV were like, maybe they should kick a field goal just to try to onside kick. And I was like, no, 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 no please. No, no, no. I, I, I have them. So, okay. So I was happy about that. So boom, boom, boom. Looking good. Another one that we didn't give a score was that Penn State was at Minnesota. Minnesota, who's the biggest overachievers in the Big Ten, if not the entire They're country. playing very well. Yeah. Boy, they were 7-2 and two going in the game. Both Ryan and I said Minnesota is going to cover like crazy. They ended up winning 24-10. So it, it stayed under. Surprise. I mean, Minnesota just is 8. Can you imagine a gopher team 8-2? and two? And that's nice. I mean, it's a great, you know, who would have thought that that Thanksgiving weekend that Michigan State has now you can't get ahead of yourself. You got two games against Nebraska yeah. and Northwestern. Yeah. But who would have thought that last game of the season for Michigan State would be contested? Yeah. And, Eight and two, they can be 10 and two. And if anything, that's good because Michigan State is never going to have the chance to take a breather because Michigan State might, was maybe thinking, oh, well, the Wolverines defeat the Cornhuskers and then maybe it won't matter this Saturday. This Saturday's game between Michigan State and Nebraska really matters. It and sets the, the yeah. tone, really. Yeah. And, it's, and the defense is going to be focused. Now, here's Here's what I always do to Ryan. I was well. I rope him into a stupid pick, and I said, "Boy, you know, I like Illinois plus ten in Indiana because Illinois, blah 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 blah." Well, it turns out Illinois can't play any defense. The final score was like sixty-five. 20, 48 or something. All I know is they didn't cover. It did go over. And how nuts I mean, is that over underline? It was it was like seventy nine, but the game ended up with like a hundred points. And so oh, like real. Illinois this week, we, I I brought it up. We'll, we'll talk later. Ohio State's going into Champaign minus 32, 33. and I'm gonna just say right now, I'm gonna spoil it. I like Ohio State to just blast them. Yeah. So I mean Illinois, and I'm a, I'm from Champaign, Illinois. That's why I always bring in Illinois to the conversation. But man, I I don't know if they're ever gonna get a Big Ten win. I don't know. I don't know. They've lost for three straight years. Without a big ten, twenty in a row yeah, or something. Three straight years without a Big Ten win, they're disgusting. You can't even look at them because they're not even a Big Ten institution on the football field. Academically speaking, 
A plus, A plus. Yeah, thank you, thank but, you. Okay, yeah. give me some credit for my town. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can. You know, no. Yeah, no and it's strange here. because the the thing that really threw me off the rails this season was when Illinois was ten point underdogs to yeah. Cincinnati, and I'm going, oh, dude, there's no way Illinois even hangs with Cincinnati, and like Illinois wins that game, and yeah. I don't know where they've been ever since. It's it's like there is no defense, and yeah. they just keep perpetually getting worse. So the final pick was that my my boys Florida State, who I said I'm going to ride and ride and ride. They were minus thirty five at Wake Forest. They dismantled them defensively. They they just kept intercepting balls. The final score was 59-3. I said 66-10. Ryan said 41-10. So Ryan, so Ryan didn't have... A, yeah, he had a cover. Yeah, and That's you know, when you get to this, but in, I, last week I said I'd like Oregon Ducks till the cows come home, and they ended up losing on last Thursday to Stanford, and they lost bad. I mean, it was 26-3. They scored two touchdowns then, but Oregon's out of the conversation now. So really, you have Ohio State, Florida State, and Alabama. Three teams. And I mean, those how are good, the teams to ride. How good would that be for Michigan State if Ohio State can maybe jump Florida State? Is that possible? I don't, I mean, looking, I don't think it's yeah, looking at the BCS standings, I mean, because Florida State's up in the upper nines, and, yeah. and this week they have another uh, blowout coming up. So it's going to be difficult, and I got to say, I don't mind. I'm not a big Urban Meyer fan. I'm and, and so whatever, haha, ha, Ohio State. Enjoy the whatever bowl you get when Michigan State beats you in the Big Ten Championship game. I like that. All right, we'll see. We'll see. Okay, let's recap NFL. Here's one where Ryan Smith, who is not here with us today, I, you know, so hi, Ryan. How you doing, buddy, man? Uh, you were awesome, Ryan Smith. You were six for seven. Oh, and by the way, NCAA, we were both five for six. So I think that's the best I've ever done. That's like both 85%. Of guys, yeah, both, both of us. Are great. Now, Ryan was six for seven in NFL. I was three for seven. To recap, uh, Detroit at the time when we taped was minus two and a half. Cutler came back and the line moved to the, the the Lions being underdogs. But at the time, I said I knew Cutler was coming back. Ryan brought it up. I said the Lions would win 24-21. Final score was 21-19. Uh, Ryan had um, Detroit winning by one. So really, ultimately, we were correct. But at the time, we're wrong. So I'm going to say that's two wrongs. But you know what? Cutler looks banged up. I mean, he's banged up. But you know what? Here's the thing. We spoke about it on the air, Danny. It was kind of how is Cutler? How durable is he? Is he is he tough or is he just durable? And I think he's a tough quarterback. So yeah. he's a tough guy. But you know what? I did pick the Bears did in you? this game. I picked the Bears, really, because I thought the Bears, I thought the Lions and Bears would split with Cutler coming back. They looked good on that first drive, but Lions were just too strong. Well, just, and I'm going to keep giving credit to Ryan, who's not here. A few weeks ago, he said the, the division is for the taking. And I said, well, what about Green Bay? Because I really thought Green Bay would explode. Well, Aaron Rodgers suffers the shoulder injury. He breaks his collarbone, yeah. and now it's an open division. Yeah, big time. And and we're going to talk about Detroit's going to go to Pittsburgh this week. That's huge, a, huge game for Lions good, that, fans. That's a good game. Yeah. yeah Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. what team is going to show? up really now here's a game that uh, the over under was 43 and san francisco was minus six at home against carolina ryan and i both liked it under and we both liked carolina to cover the final score ended up being 10-9 and carolina won so we didn't predict that but uh, i had 20 to 16 san francisco and ryan had 21 17 so uh there's another surprise tell me about what you think about the panthers i mean that's a legit win i think the panthers defense is stout and both of you guys had you know carolina covering Mm -hmm. so there's some faith in carolina for both you and ryan yeah um i do like the panthers i think the panthers are going to go as far as ron rivera and that defense and cam newton plays i do like the panthers to spoil it up because the falcons are down yeah the falcons down they are down they got killed 33 10 at home they Two lo- two wins to like seven or eight losses they already. Are oh, bad this year. Wow. You don't know receiving core, or whatever. But I do like the Panthers this year. Yep. And and we were always wondering because we we said, well, the Panthers are a team that can go three and eight and then win the final five. But can they do it in the beginning? And they're doing yeah. it because of their defense. Yeah. And it's they impressive. 
They look yep. very good. Okay, another game that Ryan and I were both correct about the uh, spread was Denver was minus seven at San Diego. The final score was 28-20. I had 41-27 Denver. Ryan had 42-28. And we always love the overs with Denver Broncos. Of course. I mean, and Peyton Manning had a strain or something. Yeah, so. something with his ankle that he came out of the... But you know okay. what? You know, Coach Jack Del Rio, you know, he's intern, you mm-hmm. know interim coach for um, Coach John Fox, who is still healing in Charlotte. Yeah. Because that's his offseason home. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, they said he's going to play. So, again, you know. Right. And we're going to talk about that shortly we'll about Can- that yeah, Kansas City. It's a that's, big game. That's a massive game. Yes. And so, the thing is, I mean, Denver did not score in the fourth quarter. So, mm-hmm. the game stayed under. It, it, it got totaled out at 48. And it kind of breaks my heart when Denver doesn't score 45 points a game because yeah. it seems pretty reliable. Yeah. I had to pick him 41, though. Now, and Anthony Serafino, I'm going to set up. I'm, I'm giving mad love picks galore props to Ryan Smith. I said, I had the audacity to say that Tennessee minus 11 and a half against the Jacksonville London Jaguars. Really? Were, I said, Tennessee all the way, Tennessee. And Ryan, which I'm going to I'm gonna insert a clip here in a second, but we're going to hear what Ryan said. So maybe I'll insert it here. Maybe I'll insert it here. He goes, wait, Cryer, wait. Get, get, get the dog button ready. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Here we go. You ready for this? Yep, go for it. I'm not even going plus 11 and what? a half. Jacksonville's getting their first win of the year on the road in Tennessee. I don't know what the wow. score will be. All right, call of the year. Jacksonville's winning that game. Jacks wins. That's all you need to write or no, no, no. He goes, you ready for this? And I knew. He goes, I'm taking Jacksonville Jaguars to win on the road. And I said, what? No. So he had it. So that, I'm just like, dude, dude. If I had some game show music and some glitter to fall on him, he would get it. Because he picked Moneyline. He said, he just said, don't even give me a score. Give me the meow keyboard. Yeah, no. He he gets no. He, he gets permanent never meow keyboard for yeah. that pick, to be honest. So way to go, Ryan. And I was wrong. So I like to give myself credit for being so wrong. That's why Ryan was right. Yeah. Yeah, he you was like so that justification? Right. He was so right. Yeah, I do like it. But he, <laughs> he was so right. But here's the thing. You can't fault yourself, Cryer, because 11 and a half is safe. I did pick that as well. Mm-hmm. I did like the Titans because Jacksonville has been so horrendous. You can't even really look at it and say, well, it's not a bad pick. I just think, who is the Jacksonville Jaguars? We don't even know. They well, got one win. I forget the exact score, but let's just do a quick triangulation. The week previous, Tennessee went into the St. Louis Rams and won a road game. Mm-hmm. And then St. Louis Rams goes into Indi- Indi- Indianapolis and wins 38-8. Yeah. And then Jacksonville, who couldn't beat, like, uh, a soccer team from from England, Anyone. where they they go in and win. They were up 29-10 or something in the game. So don't ask me. Way to go, Ryan. Okay. A couple other picks we made. Dallas uh, was at New Orleans. I, I liked that. Oh, I liked the over-under at 54. So I said 34-31 New Orleans. Ryan said 34-24 New Orleans. So he was doubly correct. The final score was 49-17. New Orleans could not be stopped. And it's showing you, and Anthony, tell me about this. Dallas Cowboy defense might be one of the worst defenses they've ever had in, for that team. I'll say this. I mean, the Saints going the week before, the Jets take it to them. You know, at MetLife Stadium, the Jets really outplayed the Saints. Yeah. They gave Breeze a problem. Saints at home are undefeated this year. Yeah. They're not losing at the Superdome. No. Period. Yeah. And Dallas's defense is kind of who knows what that team is. And, you know, they almost lost the week before. They had to come back and win. Right. Against Minnesota. And against remember, Minnesota. the Detroit Lions went down the field in them for that winning touchdown in like 45 seconds. Exactly. And that's right. Their defense is so bad. And then, then you look at Dallas doing it against another team that, you know, what the Lions did it too. So, you know what I'm saying? I don't like Dallas and this year at that all. That NFC East is so intriguing now because the, the Giants, Giants 
Phillies have three wins, and then Nick Foles has two consecutive wins for Philly. Yeah. Dallas is four and five, and the Redskins have three wins or something. Yeah. I mean, I, that, I'm not too impressed by Washington, but anyway. But to to to, no hail. to make a final note uh, about um, you know, so Philly Philly won in Green Bay. Uh, I had Philly winning. Ryan had Green Bay winning by three. So I I get that one. I actually beat Ryan on one pick, and yeah. then and then Oakland went into New York Giants. I thought the Giants were going to blast Oakland. It Me ended too. up being 24-20. Giants are just kind of scraping by this season. I they're mean, scraping by, but here's the thing: they're still in the picture. Never count out the G men because they can play. Yes, definitely, definitely. Okay, so that was our recapitulation from last week's picks, and what we're going to do now. I I I'm. Got a text, and it's just getting to the point. I think we might have a special guest calling in, and that special guest is going to be Max King. So let me go into this control room and get the phone, and then we are going to talk about Michigan State, Nebraska that's coming up here. Yeah, big game. All right, hold on one sec. All right, Fino, buddy. All right, we got the caller here. Let me hit the let me hit yeah, the button, see if we get, get it here. Let's get our guy on. Let's see if he's there. Max King, can you hear me? Yes, sir. All right, buddy. Mr. Max King. All right, Max. So, like I said, we're we're a little pressed for time today, but we're still having fun. You know, Anthony's sitting in here. We just went over Ryan Smith's magnificent magnificent picks from last week. Can you know Ryan picked the Jaguars to win that game last week, Max? Can you believe that? He's a wizard. He is. He really is. And so, um, so uh, what I want to do, and usually with Max, I mean, this is episode eleven. Max, you haven't been here for a couple weeks because Michigan State didn't play last week. So yeah, we really time off. Yeah, and so that means that's good because that means Max, you and I weren't wrong last week about Michigan State. Exactly, it's a good thing. Yes, yes. So Max, um, I'm just going to start start with you. Michigan State is minus six and a half in Lincoln, Nebraska, and the over under is 42. So really quick, I need you to tell me, just break down quickly. Why do you think statistically Michigan State is almost a full touchdown favorite on the road in a very tough game in a very tough place? Well, I was shocked, and we talked uh, briefly earlier this weekend how we couldn't believe that they're almost a touchdown favorite in a place they've never won before against a team they've never beaten. So um, I think, though, that when you look at it, Nebraska, very solid team, good Big Ten team. Um, when it comes down to it, they have two major weapons, and that's Amir Abdullah, the running back. He's, he leads the Big Ten in running okay. in all pervert yards. So there's no doubt about that. And their other big weapon is Ryan Gregory, uh, their defensive end. He's a sophomore. He leads the Big Ten in sacks and tackles for loss. So okay. he, those are their two big... And uh, let me just interrupt you real quick, Max. Anthony, pipe in, because that's what we're talking about. Gregory, that's the guy who is yeah. amazing, number 44. What do you, th- I mean, you think, Anthony? What, that's- I, I, I think he's solid defensively, and Max is spot on. Look, you got to look at Nebraska. It is kind of shocking that Michigan State is a favorite in a place they've never won before. They're 0-7, 0-3 at home. So here's a team that's never won their touchdown favorite I don't like it it's very skeptical if you're going to pick Michigan State right. and so Max do me a favor answer me this I mean Nebraska had a defensive struggle against Michigan who really had some defensive issues uh, in different games this season I mean was was last week a case of two teams with Michigan Wolverines and Nebraska Cornhuskers that were dead even and that that's why Michigan State's six and a half favorite this week is it because they're expecting Michigan State to handle Nebraska the same way they handled the Wolverines I, I do. I, th- I think that's a big reason why you, you see that number on there. Um, statistically, Nebraska and Michigan, Michigan are similar. I think Michigan, though, is, I mean, obviously Nebraska beat them, but I think Michigan's kind of, um, I, I just don't think they're as quality a team as Nebraska has, um, mainly because you know, Nebraska can somewhat uh, can defend against a pass, um, and Michigan can't. So um, 
But, you know, I, I look at this game and, you know, really what it comes down to, it sounds cliche, but it's so true. It's the battle of the trenches. It's the best. It, you know, sack-wise, mm-hmm. Nebraska has the most sacks in the Big Ten. Uh, Michigan State has lo- allowed the least amount of sacks this year with seven. Nebraska has 30 sacks. You know, the, so you have probably one of the better defensive uh, lines against the best offensive line in the Big Ten. And really, if Connor Cook can buy some time and they can stop or at least contain Gregory, and if they can do the same thing with Abdullah, they will be in a very good position to win this game. And the X factor here, I'll say it real quick, it's that it's going to be punting. And it sounds weird to say, but Michigan State's got a very good punter, Mike Sattler. They're third in the Big Ten. Okay. And Nebraska's dead last in punt return average. They only had 69 yards total this season that wow. they averaged on a punt return. It's about four yards per punt return. Okay. So I really think that Michigan State can take advantage of that and exploit it and get them in some really undesired field position like they did with Michigan. And against that defense, it's hard to bet that a team like Nebraska, even though they are good offensively, can march down the field with bad field position. Okay, so I'm hearing defense from you. So let's start with Fino here. So Fino, it's time for you to make the pick. What do you, what's your score going to be in this game? Because we're looking at an over-under of 42 and Michigan State's minus 6.5. Well, I'm definitely going to go under. Okay. Um, that's something that's definitely going to go in. you got to go under. But I'm with Max on this one. It's a game of field position, defenses, and it's not weird. It's not weird to say punting would be no. you know, an X-factor because it's a game of special teams. Yeah. I'm going to pick Michigan State to win the game game, but Nebraska covers. Okay. I like a 23-20. No, no, no. Yeah, went, that's one point over. I, I went one point over. No, no, no. What did I say? Oh, 16-13. That's my game. 16-13. Yes. Yeah, MSU. MSU. What did I say? I'm going 43. I'm insane. I have the pick in front of me. I say something That's okay, else. man. No, that's wow. all right. I'm all right. healing myself. No, that's okay. Yeah, well, hey, bust it out. Yeah, Let's go, man. Yeah. You got it. I'm Hit me- that one there. Give him... Give yeah, okay, there you go. All right, myself. all right, Max. I'm gonna c- turn the table over to you now. What do you think? Because uh, you're talking defense here. So, what are you gonna pick, Max? You know, it, it, it's just it's so hard for me after seeing this defense literally get better and better every week, and I yeah. think it's possible. And it's hard for me to bet against that defense. Uh, literally up until maybe this week, I was all Nebraska. Nebraska was gonna win this game, but that defense is too good. I think not only is – I'm definitely going under, too. I think okay. that's Yeah, under is the way to go. Yeah. And, but I'm going to go out a little bit of a limb here. I'm going to say this is going to be a more convincing win than we think. 26-10 to 10 Michigan State. 26-10. And we scored 26 points on the road at Iowa earlier and, earlier yeah, in the season. And so. they also showed that they can score on the road, which is promising, minus Notre Dame. But that, that was almost a different season, it seems like. Now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now's the point where... So ne- what's your pick, Well, Ryan? before we get to mine, let's go to Ryan Smith's, because he did text me his picks before the okay, game. Okay, And he did not give me... He did not give me an uh, actual score, but uh, he I, I would almost guess that he would think it'd stay under, but who knows? All I know is he said Nebraska plus six and a half, so he likes okay. taking the points in that one. Now, here's what's funny is uh, Anthony and I are, are, are good buddies, and uh-huh. I'm going to just completely agree with Anthony. I'm going to say lots of field goals, lots of defense, so, like so 16, pound it again, Anthony. Do you like 16 I'm, I'm doubling it up. I'm going to go 16-13. Michigan State wins. Punches the ticket to Indianapolis to face Ohio State. Division champion. Yep, I think we're going to wrap it up. And and 
I'm just I'm a little hesitant to I, I agree with what you're saying, Max, but I don't want to be the guy who says that. So I don't want to do that to Michigan State University, Max. So you're I'll be that guy. I'll put myself out there. Okay. He's that guy. Cool. All right. Well, since we're since we're we're pushing a little quicker this week, Max, uh, is there any parting words you'd like to say uh, before we let you go here? Uh, other, you know, it's it's good to get back on uh, walk the line. I I love the show. Um, also, a little thing to look out this week: Connor Cook could have himself a big day because. He is leading the Big Ten in least amount of interceptions thrown this year. Wow. wow. Interceptions for the first-year starter. That's tied with the veteran Braxton Miller. So that might be an X-Factor as well. Yes. Otherwise, great talking to you, too. Can, can, I, can I just give him my, my joke real quick? That's because he leads the league in people in the audience in the crowd catching the ball. <laughs> I'm just kidding. i got to be funny. <laughs> All right, Max, dude, thank you for calling Thanks, in. Max. We'll see you, buddy. Hey, take care, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Maxie. Bye. It's always good to hear from Max. Definitely, really definitely. All right, Fino, so that was pretty cool. It's always good to talk to Max. What do you think? I mean, I mean, I love hearing from Max. He's got a great opinion on a lot of things. And he brought up a lot of great points, Cry, that we can't ignore. It's the fact that it's going to be a defensive game. Yes. And it's going to be a field position game. Yeah. He's not the only one saying special things, but I'm glad he brought it up. Yep, and you know what I'm going to do? Just... Uh, I had never looked at the weather report, and I always uh-huh. I always forget to. So I'm going to weather.com. I'm I'm doing what's called the stall, and I'm going to type in L I N C O L N N E for Lincoln, Nebraska, and we're going to see what the weather is looking like Do you on think the, the three-day forecast. Could dramatically here. affect this outcome of the game. To be honest, n- not really, because I, it's not like there's going to be some sunny day that makes yeah. everything go, it's you know, oh, it's a 55-54 game. Because it's still a beautiful day for football, as we always know. Well, hey, and we're in the middle of November, so you know you're probably going to be in the mid-40s or low. Lower, maybe, Danny. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, looks to me, Saturday, oh my God. You're not going to believe this. Isolated thunderstorms, 65 degrees with 30% chance of rain. So it's going to get hot. because It's going to get hot, which means we're calling for a field wow. goal game. If it's sticky and wet, uh-oh. Wow, that's crazy to think because the weather drops down to 54 on Sunday. So that's funny. I would have taken the under on the uh, on the weather there. Yeah. It just busted the over. <laughs> All right, so let's get into NCAA football week 12. These games yeah. are going to be played November 16, 2013, just like the Michigan State-Nebraska game we just broke down. And then I'd like to uh, get Anthony's opinion here. Michigan Wolverines are going into Northwestern University's Evanston Ryan Field, and I'm a Northwestern grad. And uh, Northwestern, for some reason, even though they lost five games in a row, they started 4-0, they lost on a Hail Mary at Nebraska by a touchdown. They they were up by four, they lost 27-24. For some reason, the the side of, I say the money's on Northwestern. It's Northwestern minus three with an over-under 52.5. So what do you think about that? that, It's kind of like, that's humiliating for for Michigan. That's definitely humiliating for Michigan, but it just shows you how bad they've been playing. I don't care. It's 52.5. I like over in this one. Oh, okay. I do like over. I think Michigan's going to come out firing. I'm picking Michigan to win this game big time. 38-17. It's going to be hard. I like it. I think Michigan rolls in this one. They're not going to lose this game again. They're not going to lose three in a row. That's not Michigan football. Uh-huh. They win this game. They're over 38-17. Yeah, and I got to just, I mean, psychologically assess Northwestern. Where can they be? Because they, they're, yeah. they're really, they're beyond. They're in nine games into the season. They got three left. 4-0, they had a lead against Ohio State in the fourth quarter. And, they let it slip away. and then it just it just kept getting worse. And then maybe they have a potential season-saving victory at Nebraska that gets demolished by a Hail Mary and then now they're favored at home against the mighty Michigan Wolverines who by the way are not very mighty this year they're not mighty so 
it's this is a difficult game for me to call. Ryan, like I said, he texted me the spread. Ryan likes Michigan plus three, so that seems like the the, the popular pick. It, it does, and. I have no reason to go against that either. I don't think it's going to go over 52 and a half. But I'm, do you really think Michigan will lose three games in a row? Not even, no. Yeah, that's I, what I, I'm I do think I think that Northwestern's kind of not, they're not going to throw in the towel by any stretch, which is yeah. why I like the under. It's going to be a defensive struggle to the in the 20s. So I'm going to say Michigan wins this game 24 20, and it stays under a pretty good amount by eight and yeah, a half yeah. there. So I'm going to go 24 20 with Michigan. And that that's kind of the, the reason I brought this up. It's just like a hot pick. It just seems strange. Plus three is just an easy one. I, if you, yeah. I think it's one of the easiest games to call, really. Now, I won't spoil the surprise, but Ryan circled this one. If you can circle a text message, he just did all caps. He loves this pick. So I'm going to start by making my pick, and then I'm going to get your opinion on it. Stanford okay. Cardinal, who are coming off the 26-20 uh, d- destruction of the Oregon Ducks, which really ruined Oregon's season. Yeah. Stanford now has to go on the road to the Coliseum in Los Angeles, California. And by the way, I go to every, I've been to every school I've mentioned. I'm from yeah. Champaign, Illinois. I have a degree, a bachelor's degree from Northwestern. Northwestern. My master's degree is from USC. USC. Right. So, I am going to just start by saying USC is plus four at home. The over-under is 45 and a half. I like the over in this game, and I like USC to upset Stanford. Wow. USC is coming off a, a win against a very, very poor uh, California team. So yeah, they're that's terrible. But USC has a, a restored confidence because of Ed Orgeron. They're feeling like they're the four or five-star recruits that they are. And Stanford has done what they do. They they beat Oregon, and then, I, I mean, they have lost to Utah that some say they should have uh-huh. won. But you know what? So USC is getting four points at home. I'm going to take that, but I'm going to go one step further and say that USC wins this game. I'm going to say that they win 31 to... All right, let's go Let's go a little less so you could sort of meow me on this one, but I'm going to go with 27-24. USC wins on that one. 27-24. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty good pick. It's safe, but at this point, no way. I got okay. I got Stanford in this game. Uh-huh. I got Stanford under, and I think it's going to be kind of a blowout. I got 35-10. Wow. I just think it's a blowout. I think Stanford's defense is stout. I think they're good. I think USC just doesn't. They're playing better on their coach or uh, or Geron, yeah. yeah. They're playing better under him, but you know what? I was toying with 28-17 or 35-10. Okay. I'm going with 35-10. Okay. I'm looking at Stanford rolling. Wow. All right, so I'm, I'm the odd man out because this was Ryan said he loves... Stanford minus four. So maybe I'm seeing something that other people aren't. And I, I love Stanford. I, I love mean, them. Stanford did look really good on the running game. They, they look like a pro team because they're just going to smash you up the middle. They are just a pro team. They play the true pro style offense. They just they don't really make mistakes, and their defense is very, very good. And well, the special teams for um, for USC ran two punts back last week. Against, yeah. like I said, very subpar Cal Bears. Yeah, Cal is just but, not even uh, a football team. I, I'm, I'm looking for USC to have a victory that kind of restores yeah. a little bit of glory and just Shakes things up a little bit because it, the Pac-12 is a little bit wide open. UCLA, you know, they're it's not in there. A bad team. No, you know, Stanford's not a bad team. Mm-hmm. Oregon's not a bad team. Oregon State, yeah. Arizona State. There's tons of good teams in there. Right. And so, uh, and, and Ryan and I don't pre-plan this, but here's another game that Ryan and I completely disagree about. It's Georgia going into Auburn minus three and a half. The over under sixty two and a half. And so I'm just going to say mine quick and go to you. Look, Auburn put up fifty some points at Tennessee. They scored yeah, twenty eight points. Auburn's this, good. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, they're getting pub. 
in Sports Illustrated. They got it's it's a Gus Malzahn's bringing it back. This this uh, quarterback's like a, a transfer from Arkansas State. Yeah, yeah, they got a great running back. So here's the thing: Georgia beat Appalachian State, and yeah, Georgia's da 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 da. But I'm telling you, I I don't like Georgia. Ryan has Georgia plus three and a half. I'm thinking this game's going way over sixty two and a half. Just going to be a hugely forty something forty something game. I like Auburn to win, so I'm going to go 45-41 with them barely covering. Wow. But it going way over. I have 80, 86 points that's in this big. game. That's yeah, big. Yeah, so crier. Auburn 85 or, uh, 45-41. Well, I'll say this one. Um, I'm definitely going to go on uh, over on this one. Over is the safe pick, but I'm going to do something a little ballsy that I usually don't do. Okay. Um, I'm definitely going to pick, you know, Auburn to win the game, but 38 38- 35. It's close. So Georgia covers. Wow. Georgia covers. Okay, that's a gutsy pick is what we say on Walk the Line. Yeah, gutsy, ballsy, whatever you got to say. Okay, great, great, great. (laughs) So 35, (laughs) 38. Yes. I do like Auburn, but you know what? You can't sleep on Murray. I think Murray is a great quarterback. He's pro-ready. He's Mm pro-ready. He's going to cut it up. Auburn's D is... Solid, but let's be real. Their offense is what makes this team go around. Yep. Now, I listed this game. Now, frankly, that kind of really rounds out the, the four best games of college football. Yeah. Here's a game I put on the list just because I'm not a huge Big 12 fan, but Oklahoma State looks awesome this year. They do. They've been wrecking people. And Texas is at home, so Texas is getting three points at home. The over-under is 63 and a half. It's a big over-under. I like, I like the over-under. I, I like the over-under. I like the over-under. I like the over, and I like Oklahoma State in this one. So I... I'm expecting Oklahoma State to keep rolling. Just maybe, keep rolling, you know, because the Big 12s. I mean, you got some good teams there, and so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Oklahoma State winning this one. Uh, pretty, let's go handily. I'm gonna say 38-28. Uh, Oklahoma State's gonna win this wow, one. Wow, that's pretty big. But I'm seeing an offensive juggernaut out of uh, Oklahoma State. I do like the over on this one as well. I got 66 points. Mm-hmm. I got Oklahoma State winning regardless of three points. They win 42-24. It's a big game, okay. but I do like them over Texas. Texas is just not there this year. I don't know what's about Texas, but it's this, strange. This ain't the Red River rivalry. It's, or, it's yep. Oklahoma State. That's one thing Texas and Oklahoma State can agree on. They don't like Oklahoma. Right, right, exactly. So, And we'll see. I mean, see, Baylor has a stranglehold on the Big 12 right now. Yeah. Uh, the way they throttled Oklahoma last week, I mean, it was like 41-12. to 12. So Baylor looks like they can they, it's, it's, they'll be the Fiesta Bowl game against yeah. uh, Fresno State or something. But, but Oklahoma <laughs> Illinois, yeah, or something exactly, something like that. And and Oklahoma State's gonna gonna have a Cotton Bowl or something like that. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Yeah, they're a good team. They'll get a good bowl, and you yep. know, look for that. Now here comes the port the portion of Walk the Line where I talk about the Fighting Illini. They're uh, getting thirty three points. Uh, Ryan likes. I think Ryan texted me that he likes Illinois getting thirty two. Maybe he just ignored that one too. Yeah, you know he did. I'm gonna just say, oh, oh, Ohio State, who's outscored the last two games like fifty six nothing and sixty something. It's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. Another, I'm going to go 56 to zero again. So you're oh, going under. I'm staying under 67 only for the fact that Ohio State, because Ohio State's thinking that let's just really whoop teams and try to get up in the BCS yeah. standings. And Illinois has nothing. So I'm just going to, because literally Illinois, other than the Wisconsin game, has done the opposite of what I've said. And I'm not yeah. trying for anything. I just think this is such an easy pick. Ohio State goes and it blows out Illinois. So yeah, just, I'm going to agree with you on the under. I think it's going to be, for me, I have 62 points. So you can wow. only okay. imagine 52 <laughs> to 10. Okay, 52. I was going to say, 
said, this is not going to be pretty. Yeah, 52-10. Uh, Ohio State, Illinois is just atrocious. There's nothing else. Okay. No, you can't analyze it. All right, and then since I always said last week I'm going to ride the Ducks, well, the Ducks are done, so I, I rode them. They're they're gone. They You're crashed. Them, but... So now I got Florida State and Alabama left to ride. So Alabama is minus 25 and a half. I'm not going to give a score, but I like Alabama minus 20, 25 and a half at Mississippi State. Florida State's getting a massive minus 39. They're giving away 39 points at home against Syracuse. I like that too. So I'm not going to give scores, but no I just want to say that Ryan likes Syracuse to cover. He likes Me Alabama too. to cover. And he, so you like Syracuse to I say do, that one? I like Cuse to cover on that one. I think Cuse is not. I can't see Florida State blowing out two teams in a row. I like Cuse to cover and I like Bama to cover. I will say one thing to consider. Just if you look in the pros with the, this whole stuff that's going on with Miami Dolphins and you know yeah. Incognito and the, and the other John guy. Martin. Right. And what's happening in Florida State is now there's an uncovered. There was a charge against famous Jameis back in December that might have been sexual battery. And things. this can't be good mentally no. for a team. So if anything, th- we'll see how that that acts because there and the, yeah, the, the reports that he's not even talking to the police. So it's well, it's here's interesting. I mean, I'm a journalist. I'm I'm in, I'm a PhD student in the school of journalism. I've I've done a talk on on ethics, and it's just funny. It shows you you know the trouble that comes. You know, uh, you go to any rap song, more money, more problems. You know, when you get famous, everything comes out. And here's yeah. the thing. This was not a charge levied against Jameis Winston. It was just something no. that was spoken about, and it shows you how when what people I don't know they want to take you down. They're going to look That's for anything. How it goes, really? Isn't it, isn't it sad? I mean, here's like a 19 year old dude, and he's he's likable, and now you have this just a stain because it's somebody that said something, and then it was investigated. And I mean, I'm not in the police, but and people can say, well, football players get get away with anything. But the point is, look at this is a tarnish on this man's name. And it's nothing was charged, so I mm-hmm. we'll see if that affects him. I don't think it will. I think maybe he's a guy that responds by saying, "I'm gonna have eight touchdown passes this week." So yeah, I mean, I hope so. I mean, you really want to see that, and I agree with Cryer. You know, when you get famous and when the endorsements or money, not that he's getting anything, that's against him. Oh, he will be soon. He will. But you know, once you once that you get famous, then every all the crap ends up coming out, and it's kind of sad to see. It that. is because even when it's not some, if if he did something, that's fine. But this yeah. is something that was. Brought up and then dismissed, and then we're still talking. Now yeah, we're, why talk- are we still talking about it. So yeah. and 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 the reason I'm bringing it up is because we'll see. Does it affect does the it affect performance the on the field? Yeah, because now they're in that slot. BCS two, and it, it, we're looking at at Alabama, Florida State national title. That what a great game that would be. Yeah, I, that would be awesome to see. But mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping Ohio State gets in there, kind of help the Big Ten out a little bit. But I do, yeah. like I mentioned, I do like Syracuse to cover. And okay, I like Alabama. Cool. All right. So now let's finish off. Walk the line. Episode 11 by getting into NFL Week 11 games. And uh, I was going to say, uh, I'm trying to make a pun with a Week 11, but there's some decent games, i got to say. Yeah. The the best game is the night game, and they know NBC knows that because they they flex they flex moved it. and they, that's Oh, they flexed this game? Yeah, they yeah. did. It was supposed to be a 4 p.m. game, but now it's a night game on NBC. It's the Kansas City Chiefs, who are my favorite team. I'm not afraid to say that. They're, they've equaled their best start ever at 9-0, which they did in 2003. So 10 seasons ago, they did that. They're going into Denver, and they're getting 7 and a half points. So they're the dogs, and I think I'm hitting the right button. So the Chiefs are the dogs against the Broncos, and the over-under is 49. So before I make my pick, I would just like to say Ryan didn't tell me his over-under, but he likes Denver minus 7.5. So, Anthony, what do you got for this game? Um, I do like Denver minus 7.5 as well. Um, as for over-under, I do like under in that one. I don't okay. know I'm going to throw a score. Yeah, throw me a score. Oh. What do you got? I mean, if you can come up with one here. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I think it's going to be a good game regardless. I mm-hmm. think Denver kind of trucks through. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I just think it's Denver's game. I think Kansas City kind of fumbles. Okay. I do like it right on the cusp, really. 
49 points. So, okay. So I'm not really picking. You know, now I'm going under. I like a 35-14 Denver win. Wow. Okay. 35-14. Sorry, bro. I like All right. Peyton Manning. So, so you're you're pushing on the over-under, which is cool. You're right there. So. Yeah, I'm right on it. So under, even, whatever. You're, that's an even line. And I'm going to be, um, when you're making picks, you got to pick with your brain and not your heart. And I mean... Um, you got to pick do, Denver. And so the thing is, you you do got to pick Denver if you think about it, because they just, there's no... Kansas City has played some subpar teams, and they they've handled undefe- their business. They are undefeated. They've, they've had lots of home games. So this is a game where I want to see Kansas City surprise me in a good way, just as a fan, but just logically speaking, like you said, Denver. Denver at home, at night, Peyton Manning. It's I mean, so... And the thing is, a touchdown, they showed last week, they can 28-20. I mean, they'll do it. Now, Kansas City tends to keep games under because they do have a great defense. They do have a great defense. So I'm going to say that they have like eight sacks Peyton Manning's still going to figure it out. Kansas City has trouble scoring in the red zone. That's their problem. So I'm going to go 27-13 okay. Denver, and it's going to stay under. But, I, but I, I, yeah, I mean, this isn't a game. This is the, this is the perfect first loss of the season for yeah. Kansas City. I mean, it just is. And it's going to be it's an enjoyable game. That's a see, great division. I want to see Kansas Well, Kansas City's locked into the playoffs now, you got to think. I mean, 9-0. Yeah. So they got a winning record no matter just what. Just win two games. Yeah, they're, they're fine. And just win two Very games. commendable. And so they have really nothing to lose. So it's just going to be a good game to watch. And if Kansas City goes in there and does something, shuts down Peyton Manning, then we're going to start thinking about how good is this team. So, But, uh, you know, it always boils down to the playoffs in January. So... Mm. Maybe and you know Kansas City is gonna say if we win this game. Maybe maybe Denver will have to come through Arrowhead in January. Well, that would be pretty interesting to I mean, see. But who wins that division is that's the question of I know. whoever wins that division yep. is gonna go on the road. Okay, next game that's interesting is a 4 p.m. game. And Anthony was talking about earlier that New Orleans is basically unbeatable at home. They well, they're, they're undefeated, undefeated this yeah, year and they look great. So they're minus three at home, which is kind of what you give a, a home team uh, when they have just a little slight advantage. And the over under is 47 and a half. Well. If, if I've seen anything last week, it's yeah. that New Orleans is ready to just throw some passes. And they were really t- pointing out, San Francisco is very poor in the pass game They're this season. Good. Yeah. And Kaepernick's Kaepernick good at running. struggling, though, this year. I know. So just right there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that New Orleans does another blast attack. And this is where San Francisco has to reassess things, and which I think they're going to be fine and make it to the playoffs yeah, as a yeah. wildcard team. But I'm going to go with New Orleans putting 35 on the board. And San Francisco, uh, there's your. I'm going to do your 35-14 in this one. So oh. I'm going to say 35-14. It's going to go over by a point and a half, and I like New Orleans. I do like over as well. I pick in New Orleans. How could you not? I like 38-17 in this tilt. Okay. I just like over in this one. I think New Orleans, and you mentioned him, number nine, Drew Brees. This guy's unreal. I mean, yeah. he's just fun to watch. He's a great quarterback. I, I totally agree. And Ryan texted me. He said he wants New Orleans minus three. So we are all in agreement yeah. on that one. And, you know, San Francisco loses at home, It's and now they have to travel to a very tough place to play. So that yeah. seems like a hot pick. Now, for people here, we, we, like I always like to say, we're at Impact 89 FM. We're representing Impact Sports here at Michigan State University. So let's talk about the Detroit Lions. So, Anthony, I'm going to let you pick first. Mm-hmm. Detroit's minus two and a half. They're going into the Pittsburgh Steelers, Heinz Field, with Ben yeah. Roethlisberger and the Stellars. And the thing is, Pittsburgh's coming off a pretty handily... They, they defeated Buffalo by, a, I think it was like 23-10 or 23-3. Yeah, I, mean, I, I forgot was, the score, it, to be honest. It was something out of this world. But you know what? I'll say this. Mm-hmm. You know what? 
it's going to be a close. Uh, you know, it'll be close at first. Okay. But I like Detroit two and a half. I just do. Okay. I mean, the over under is forty seven in this one. Yeah, and I got under on that one. I got twenty eight thirteen game. It's wow. I do like it on under. I think you know it is at Heinz Field, so mm-hmm. you gotta give some credit. But nevertheless, starts close. Detroit scores a couple garbage time uh, okay. touchdowns. I like the Lions. Fair enough. All right. Well, Ryan said Detroit minus two and a half, which leaves the odd man out crier picking the dog. So I'm thinking the Stellars are going to say, hey, Stellars feds, we're here at Pittsburgh with Ben Rossberger. We're going to do Stellars. Get shot. Hey, Yins, how Yins doing? We're going to beat the Detroit Lions. So I'm going Pittsburgh in an, a game that stays under. Yep. So I'm going to go I'm Pittsburgh 20-17. to 17. I'm with you on the under. I think it's yep. just going to be a game of under. It's a road team. Can the Lions put up points on the road? It's a team that did lose to Arizona. Well, we're in November now, and Pittsburgh's maybe getting their sea legs under them a little bit, yeah. you know, and... Detroit, hey, they've been overperforming in my mind this season. They they won in Chicago in a tough game, and uh, you know Megatron's a great. You just throw that ball up there, he's gonna get it. So, okay, here's a game where Ryan picked Washington plus three and a half, and I'm going, wait, what do he do? So Washington Redskins are going into Philly and Nick Foleswell, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Nick Foles has seven touch or well, how many? Ten touchdowns in two yeah, weeks. He went playing. seven and three. They beat Green Bay last week. Philly's minus three and a half. So I'm just gonna come right. The over under is 53. So I'm just gonna say Philly goes out there, works Washington. Washington lost to the, the um, Minnesota Vikings last Thursday, 34-27. I like a repeat performance of that, so I'm going to go 34-27 Philly. Well, and I'm going to say not so fast, <laughs> my friend. All right. I like hail. HTTR, hail to the Redskins. I'm picking the Redskins Ooh. in this game. Wow. I like them 28-17. We're under, we're 45. All right, please explain that one to me then. Okay, well, I just like, you know what, I do agree that Philly is hot right now, and you mentioned Nick Foles is playing great, but you know what? It's time for Washington to get their season in check, and I like Robert Griffin III. All right. You know what? He's, people are saying sophomore slump. I think this is a game against a very beatable Eagles team, yeah. and you know what? Hail. Well, hey, if they get back in the game, if they win this, they're back in the division because as we That's were talking about, it's a kind of a wide open division. Four and five it's is a wide the leader. Open. They need this game. That's why I like Washington. Okay, and for me, I'm saying Philly finds it it's, has found its quarterback, the quarterback that Michael Vick never will be, and uh, you know Philly's gonna now Chip Kelly has a little confidence, and I think Philly's gonna go on to win the division. To be honest, wow. Yep, Philly. It's a new team, and I'm not a Philly fan. I do not like Philly, but I really am impressed by this guy. Chip Kelly, you know, all this hype about how many plays they're going to run, I think they've just thrown that out the window. They don't need to do that. I mean, mm-hmm. you can still run your offense, but not worry about how many plays you want to run. I think, yeah, Philly's been impressive for some reason. Upset pick, the dog, as yep. Cry would say. There, he likes the dog. The I don't dog. like the dog. Okay, now. I think it would take someone about a split second to figure out that Anthony Serafino is from the East Coast. So, Anthony, I'm going to let you talk about the New York Giants, or excuse me, the New York Jets are going into Buffalo to play the Bills. It's a pick 'em game, so it's a straight up just pick 'em. There's no spread. So the over/under is 40.5. What's up, East Coast boy? What do you think? Uh, I do like over in this game. I like 28-20 Jets football. I do like the Jets to win the game. I think the Jets are just playing. They're flying high. They just signed Ed Reed. The Defense they is, did. They did. Good the point. De- the defense is stout. You know, there's not a better defensive coordinator on the field than Ed Reed in that secondary. Not even including Rex Ryan. He knows this team. You know Landry's Dewan Landry in that secondary. It's just unreal the way they're playing. It's impossible to pick against the Jets. The Jets already beat Buffalo once. They get the sweep over Jets football. Okay. Well. Um, 
since Ryan, there's no spread in the game. So Ryan picked Buffalo, and I agree with Ryan Smith on this one because it's the enigmatic New York Jets. They win one game, they lose another game. They win another. I mean, they lost 49-9 to Cincinnati, and what's Cincinnati done since then? Lost two in a row. Yeah. And and the Jets, they kill uh, the Saints. Yeah. They. Beat, I mean, it's they back and forth. It's like a, it's they like watching lose by tennis. Forty, and then they beat the Saints at home. I mean, so. I'm looking for a murky game. I'm going to say 17-16 Buffalo. Maybe Buffalo kicks a field goal at the end to win. But I'm just going to go with the fact that it's time for the the Jets to go back to 5-5. Five and five, And then next week they can beat like the best team in, in the world. And they win. can be 6-5. and five. Exactly. So I'm going to go with that one. So rounding out, because Ryan, I'm going to give Ryan Smith credit one more time. Ryan Smith picked the Jacksonville Jaguars to win last week. Ja- ja- Jacksonville's getting their first win of the year. <laughs> On the road in Tennessee. They look like... They, Is he picking them again? He's picking them again, He, but not to win. He just said plus seven. They're at home against the Arizona Cardinals, and the over-under is 41. Arizona's uh, favored by seven points, so he likes the dogs. I like the dogs. I mean, Jacksonville Jaguars, have, they got to feel good about themselves. They, they won a game where they were 11.5-point underdogs. They're at home against a team from the West Coast who's coming. It's a 1 p.m. game, so that means body clock unless Arizona's adjusted, which they will. It's a 10 a.m. game for those people watching in Arizona. So it just seems like a game that that Arizona, I don't have the guts to say Jacksonville's going to win because Arizona's shown that they like can win three-point games like they pushed last week. So I'm going to say that Arizona wins in a game that does go over. So I'm going to do my special. I'm, gonna, I like, I'm liking 27-24 in this one, just okay. like last week. I'm just going to go that. So I like Arizona to win 27-24. Um, this game's interesting because Jacksonville's coming off their fresh one-game win streak. So yeah. woo, nah, 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 nah. I do like over in this game. 52 points is where I'm going. Okay. I like Arizona 35-17. Okay. I like what they do. Covering. Okay. Body clock. Yeah, they cover for sure. Okay. Um, Bruce Arians, what a job he's done. Wow. Cool. Well, we've done it, Anthony. We've made we've it through it. Wake the, Walk the Line. So for the third so pound, there's the third pound of the uh, yeah, we're evening. feeling good. So um, yeah, like uh, it's been an interesting season. I feel uh, a little bit better about my self esteem by picking some games a little more correct. I think we've yeah. seen a little consistency. Let's see how we do, really. Yeah, that's the fun of everything. And um, you know, it's weird because I was I was so used to throwing myself a pity party, and I did I did okay. I was three and they were meow. We, you kept hearing <laughs> yeah. meow. Yeah, something something. You know, well, I always laugh with Ryan about. I said, of course, I'm recording myself making picks that are so, so utterly yeah. incorrect. But you know what? It's always fun to be here. It's fun yeah. to be at Impact Sports. It's a blast. So I'd just like to thank uh, Anthony Serafino, Mr. Fino, for being here with yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely good to be here covering for Ryan. Yeah, It's dude. good to get the band back together. Yeah, dude, I, yeah. I, I like that. And shout out to Ryan. I know he'll be Absolute. listening to this and to everybody listening. And to thank you to Max King. So, Anthony, as I like to do, I'm going to play us out here. Okay, yeah, buddy? So let me scoot it. this over. So here we go. Dan and Fino, who, like I said earlier, was filling in for Ryan. You just listen to Walk the Line. And Anthony, let's say it together. Peace! All right, everybody, take care. We'll see you later. Yeah, yeah let's do it. Walk the Line. Right, cool. That was awesome. That was peace. <laughs>